Just because you're in a relationship does not mean that life is all of a sudden perfect. That's a whole nother thing you got to deal with. Thank you for joining us for the Blended Kingdom Families podcast. This podcast is for blended families, the people who love them, and anyone who just wants to improve their marriage and family relationships. BKF exists to break the cycle of divorce, equip marriages, and unite blended families with the truth of God's Word. It is our hope that today you will receive biblical guidance and practical resources that will bring unity and peace to create your thriving, healthy home. Let's jump in. Hey guys, Scott and Vanessa Martindale here with Blended Kingdom Families. We are so excited to be with you. If you haven't already, please take an opportunity like, share, follow our podcast. We'd love to alert you as we release a new podcast every week. But today we have a very special guest with us and we are so excited to yeah. welcome. All right, y'all, we have Janine Ampola on our podcast today. And Janine is a 27-year-old Dallas-based Christian YouTuber and podcaster. You guys, she puts out some incredible content regarding faith, health, fashion, and just stuff on her life. So much fun stuff. We love following you, Janine. You, you're just so precious. And I just, we just love everything that you put out there. And she loves Jesus, coffee, and reading you guys. And so those are three really good things. <laughs> well, welcome, Janine. We're so glad you're here with us today. Thank you guys for having me. I'm excited to be here. And yes, definitely Jesus, coffee, and reading. Like, you know, those were like the, the Trinity for me. <laughs> <laughs> love that. Love that. Well, Janine, tell us a little bit more about kind of what you do, what you enjoy, church, anything you want to share with the audience in terms of maybe how you got started and in this journey for you, which is amazing. Yeah. Uh, just tell us a little bit about that, that story. Yeah. Um, so I'm from Dallas. I just moved back to Dallas a month ago, which has been so exciting, but I'm from Dallas, went to UT, Mm. um, decided after that, like I lived in Dallas for about another year after that. And then I was like, you know what? I feel like the Lord's calling me somewhere else. And so I was deciding between New York or LA and the Lord pulled me to LA. And I totally see why now, because that is where I would say my relationship with the Lord completely pivoted and changed. I'm really thankful for that. Mm. Um, and so, yeah, I just like in high school, I grew up homeschooled, grew up as, as the youngest of seven kids. Um, my dad's from Germany and my mom's from Guatemala. So my parents are foreigners here mm. and, um, just grew up just kind of, you know, not having that many friends, not even going to lie because <laughs> I was homeschooled. And I just started, you know, watching these YouTube videos one day and, um, just kind of stumbled across like these makeup accounts. Like I, I went to like a homeschool co-op essentially. So we still had like proms and homecomings and stuff like that. And so I started watching like homecoming makeup tutorials. And from there I got so unbelievably hooked. I was like, Oh my gosh, I started watching every single video. And I like always knew I wanted to do something on camera or something within like media. I thought I wanted to be an actress growing up or a TV host, or I just knew I wanted to do something within the entertainment world. Mm-hmm. And so after I started watching all these YouTube videos, I was like, I think this is something I could do. And so I started just creating my own like really random videos. Like I started making Sims videos, braces videos, cheerleading videos, like the most random array of videos. And a couple of them actually like took off. And I was like, this is so fun. Like I want to just keep doing this. And so I started mainly just doing like makeup and fashion. And then as I got older and as my life changed and as I started deepening my faith, 
naturally my content changed as well. And so I formed this um, community called the Abide Tribe, which is a community page on Facebook and just Instagram for women to find community in anywhere they are. And I would do weekly Bible studies for women every single Wednesday. And I just wanted to share the good news because I was like, this has changed my life. And I want other girls my age to have this because I think my main heart is for women, women to find their, their identity in the Lord, to know who they are, to be confident, secure in who they are, not find their identity in numbers and their looks and what they wear, what they drive, anything of that sort. So that's just kind of my heart. Man, I love that, Janine. And I love... I- I love that you were speaking to that because of just the society that we live in today and what social media is. I mean, you see the younger generation, girls and guys, like that is just an attack that the enemy uses, you know, like the numbers aspect, the followers, you know, what are you wearing? Yeah. What are you not wearing? You know, it's such a, mm. um, man, you, it's, it's, an, it's like it's an identity attack, I believe. Um, but, and I love that you really um, have a heart to just, um, share with people what God's truth says about them and not what society or what the world says. And so that's absolutely amazing. Um, so, you know, knowing like your love and your heart for girls and, you know, just for singles. Um, and I love how you really focus on Christ during the season of like dating and just being in your singleness. So mm-hmm. what are some of the biggest issues you see in here with, um, with, girls or boys, you know, when it comes to dating and relationships? Oh, that's such a loaded question. (sighs) I would just say, like, I could say a couple things to this. I mean, number one is people don't even know what to look for. So they're just basically like, you're just wandering around and then something that either gives you attention or just makes you feel good or gives you that instant gratification you'll just cling to it. Not knowing that in the end, that's going to rob you of life, or that's really not what God has intended for you or God's best. And so people are just dating out of a place of lack versus a place of abundance. So instead of saying, okay, what can I bring? I'm so healthy and fulfilled and satisfied in who I am and who God created me to be that I now want to go find another person that looks like that. And then together we create something amazing. But instead, so many people are, I think, wandering around being like, I don't love myself enough. Um, I'm looking for someone to satisfy me, fulfill me, make me feel good about myself. So you're going from the wrong stance of going to someone saying, okay, make me happy, make me fulfilled, make me satisfied, make me feel like I'm actually worthy or beautiful. And then that person was never intended to do that. That was a a role and a spot that God was only intended to fill and satisfy. And so when that person who's a human being that's, you know, going to make mistakes, has their own insecurities, baggage, dirt, things that they're struggling with, when they can't fulfill that and satisfy that, then you're like, why do I not feel good enough? Why are you not making me happy? And that's not the way that dating's supposed to go. And so that's why I always encourage people. I'm like, get as happy and healthy, which is the name of my podcast. Get as happy and healthy and whole as possible. So that way, when you're, when you are dating somebody, you're able to bring them life. You're able to bring them joy because it's not just about what you can get, what you can receive, what you can, you know, get from the other person. It's like, what can I bring to this relationship that we both bring and make something amazing together? And so that comes from just going to Christ and going to your community and being like, Hey, how how can I grow? What areas in me do you see that I'm still lacking? Um, And just letting the Lord 
prune you, which is why I love John 15, because there's going to be, you know, branches on you that are not bearing fruit that the Lord painfully sometimes needs to refine and needs to prune so that you do start bearing that fruit. And and hopefully the other person you're dating as well, you're seeking a person that's trying to be pruned and refined as well. And don't just date anybody. Don't just date this cute guy on Instagram because he has abs and he has money and a nice car, you know, date, date character. Don't take, don't date potential, date character, date patterns and date someone that you can see consistently throughout like a couple months is actually who they say they are on social media. Wow. That is so good. I love that. Well, and it's been a while since we've been single. So, um, you know, I'm listening to you and I'm thinking, oh my gosh, I'm so glad I'm married. Uh, Because I know that that is is such a journey of, wow. So I know a lot of people who listen to our podcast are single, single moms, single dads. Yeah. And they're out there and, and, and they're really searching. Yeah. uh, And they want what God has promised them. But I'm curious from your side, if you, if, if you said all these things, but what are the practical steps yeah. that single people can take if they're looking for happy, healthy, and whole? Yeah. What would you say on a day-to-day basis these single folks are doing to pursue that? Yeah, it's good. Yeah, that's a great question. I mean, I can only speak from my personal experience, but I can also speak to what I've seen my community do that is Mm. so um, healthy as well. I mean, I think some of the most transformative things I personally done is I got involved in a church and I got involved in a Bible study. And right now, since I just moved back to Dallas, that's, it's kind of like I'm starting over. But when I did life really well in LA, I mean, I was like flourishing there because I got involved in a church Based upon getting involved in that church, I, from there, found a community, and then I would meet every single Tuesday. So I was learning the Word of God. I was having people hold me accountable. I was going to women being like, this is where I'm struggling. I was honest about what I was struggling with, whether that was addiction, secret sin, feeling lonely, feeling insecure, feeling like I just really want a boyfriend right now. And um, so I would just get, get get honest with people. So I think we're not meant to do life alone. And this is something that I just, you know, constantly preach to my followers is get in community, which is why I started the Abide Tribe. Find women or men to run with you. Because I think if you're just alone all the time, that's where the enemy gets you in isolation. I've learned that from my own personal experience. So so do life with people that are going to push you closer to Christ, that are going to refine you, hold you accountable. Now, I know that's hard. I know that takes time. It's not just like this quick fix. Like that's something that I've been prayerful for um, in Dallas again. And so I would say be very um, intentional with your prayer about seeking community, but Lord, bring me community. And and don't just be passive about it. Go be active about it. Go to a church, say, hey, I want to get plugged in. Hey, I want to find a Bible study. And I just think, but when you're in those circles, you're just going to slowly but surely find people that are doing life very similar to you. And you're going to be like, oh, like we should go get coffee. We should get in a Bible study. We should go do a movie night together. And it'll just start, you know, naturally migrating together. Um, so I'd say community for sure. But I would also say your alone time really says everything about you, how you spend that that quiet place, how you are with your door closed, who you are behind the scenes really is going to reveal who you are in the public as well. And so something that I've seen my roommate do really well that she, you know, I, I, I'm pretty good at it as well, but sometimes there's days where you slip up. 
And having someone, you know, you know, do it as well. You're like, oh, that's a good reminder. But like, she's very, very intentional about her quiet times in the morning. She doesn't just come and like have, you know, conversation with me, like first thing in the morning, first thing she's doing is she's waking up, she's putting on worship music, she's getting in the word, she's praying and she's journaling. And so I think starting your day with that is so beautiful, whether that's getting a devotional, listening, a podcast, just worshiping, um, doing like a journal moment or something, but just spending time with your creator so he can download to you. Who are you? Who do I say you are? This is your identity in me, I think is so, so, so important. Um, And then I would just say the last thing, you know, there's plenty of things I could say about this, but the last thing I would say is there's this saying that I heard that's be mindful of what you're mindful of. So be mindful of what you're putting into yourself, whether that's movies, um, books, music, TV shows, social media, like what you're consuming is going to affect you and determine the outcome of like your life and what you're, what you're saying, what you're thinking, what you're doing, all that stuff. So be very careful what you're consuming because that will affect you. It says in the Bible that out of the abundance of your heart, the mouth speaks. And so be careful what you're filling your heart and your mind with. Man. Jenny, you, yeah, I'm like, oh my gosh, you are f- just filled with so much wisdom. I mean, I know so many people who are listening to this are just going to be so blessed by everything that you're saying. And it's so true. And we talk about that all the time about finding community, getting involved in church. And you're absolutely right. Like it doesn't always happen overnight, but being prayerful. And we said this on a live that we did yesterday. We were like, if you're having any difficulty, whether it's in your singleness, if you're married, if you're dating, whatever, what does your prayer life look like? Because that right there in your time with the Lord, I mean, to have any type of relationship, whether it's, you know, whether you're, you're, you're dating, you're, you know, married, if you want to have good relationship, it first starts with a relationship with the Lord and your intimacy with him. Mm -hmm. Um, And then that's just going to penetrate into your life, into everything you do. Yeah. Good stuff. Go ahead. Okay. Um, So... One of the other things that, that you've talked about, and as we kind of move through this progression mm-hmm. from singleness to maybe dating, um, I think a lot of people have great first intentions, yeah. but then they get into a relationship and all of a sudden they start losing who they are. Mm-hmm. They start conforming to the norm of what a relationship should progress like. Um, and then maybe by the time they get to a marriage or an engagement, they've lost. They've lost who they were. Mm-hmm. So how would you encourage, because again, I know a lot of people who are listening yeah. are in the dating stage and they're going through, and, and we know when we're dating, yeah. we, we have an, a desire to please our partner, mm-hmm. to please our, our, our significant other. But how do you fight the urge to conform versus staying true to what you, you know to be true? Mm. Another great question. I mean, again, I think there's, again, this quote that I heard that says married people problems are not married people problems. They're single people problems. So when you get married, you know, things aren't just going to suddenly get, you know, like I'm amazing and everything's great and life is so perfect. Like it brings in, and you guys probably know, like it brings in so many different other aspects and troubles and things that you have to deal with together And so that's why I think it is so important to deal with that all in your singleness. And it starts with your identity, I think. And so 
um, being mindful that, okay, like just because I'm dating this person does not mean that all of a sudden who Janine is, is just gone. It's not Janine and blank all of a sudden it, it is, but there's still like, I'm still a separate entity. Now, when you get married, sure that merges and everything, but I don't all of a sudden just lose myself. So just because I'm dating somebody, it's important that I still keep doing the same things that I normally would do that I still love to do. So just because I'm dating someone doesn't mean that I stop going to the gym because I want to spend every single waking moment with him. Like mm. you still continue doing who you are and don't just give up everything for this person because that's where I find so many girls. I've seen this happen to mainly, mainly girls, but I know guys can do this too, but they get into a relationship. They ditch all their friends they're canceling plans. They're not being in community anymore. They're sacrificing their job. They're maybe slacking on their homework. They're slacking on their responsibilities because they've made this person an idol. They put this person on a pedestal and they have um, just sacrificed everything that, that was them originally for this person. So when this person, they don't work out and they end up breaking up, then they're left with nothing because they've completely gotten rid of everything that they are for this person. And so it's like they they took away truly who they were and their identity for this person. They put their identity in this person. So when the person left, then who are you when that person's gone? Yeah. And so that's why I think it's so important as as you know singles is this is your time to be so like secure in who you are, find who you are. What do I like to do? And when you start dating that person, you date in community because when you start maybe seeing that you are getting unhealthy, that's when your friends can be like, hey, I don't think that's good. Because I remember I was dating this guy two years ago and I did the same thing. I, you know, every single weekend I was hanging out with him. I didn't see my friends as often anymore. I was canceling plans from him. Like I'm speaking from experience and it was not good. And I had a friend kind of call me out on it and she was like, you should not be ditching your plans, you know, every single time for him, or you shouldn't be the one only driving to go see him. Like you're bending over backwards way too much for this person, but I made him an idol in my life. Mm. And so I think reading dating books, listening to dating podcasts, learning what does healthy dating look like. I mean, there's so many resources out there. Hopefully you guys talk more about this as well. But there's this book that I read called The Sacred Search, and it's by Gary Thomas. I don't know if you guys have heard of that. Um, an incredible, incredible book of, you know, what to do kind of in your singleness, what you should be looking for, what you should be waiting for, how not to settle on everything of that sort. Um, and so yeah, I just think like dating in community is so great because your friends are able to help you identify areas of that's either really great, keep going or, Hey, let's just take a step back. Yeah. And I think as well is when you're in the dating process of giving it time, because say you just rush into this marriage and then all of a sudden you're like, wait a second, like, I don't really even know who this person is. I don't even know who I am, you know? Yeah. So I think just really dating, taking it slow, asking the person good questions, really giving it time to see them in all circumstances mm -hmm. allows you just when you do get married to be like, okay, no, like I do trust this person. I still know myself in the process. He knows himself in the process, but we're now just doing life together. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, the, the thought that comes to me is I think a lot of people in single, in that single phase, mm -hmm. their focus is marriage is the goal. Mm -hmm. and, and I don't think that's necessarily true. Healthy marriage is the goal. Mm -hmm. uh, godly yes. marriage is the goal. Yeah. It's not let me get to a the marriage. point where he will ask me yeah. to marry him. It is, we need, to, we need to go into this marriage with momentum. We yeah. need to go into this marriage you know, in a healthy place. 
And I love what you talk about community. Uh, we talk about that in marriage, you know, mm -hmm. having marriage community, having single community, because you're right, you do kind of go all in. You're like, I'm yeah. all in on this relationship. So if I'm all in, everybody else has got to be all out. <laughs> uh, so, mm, yeah. uh, and, and I think that is a, a big mistake. So great stuff. No, I love that. Um, you know, and I love Janine, when you talk about, you know, you, you have to have, you have to have things in common, you know, and I think faith is just a big one. It's like, what are, yeah. what are, what are they, when you're in your singleness, what is the person that you are pursuing or, you know, what are they pursuing? Is it Christ? Is it money? Is it, you know, what is it that they yeah. are pursuing? And I think, um, when you can start off any relationship, even in friendship, you know, with, um, with a foundation surrounded by Christ in prayer and in community, whether that's in your church or through a mm -hmm. Bible study. I mean, that is so important. And I think just vital to the health really of any relationship. Well, yeah. and, and I think if anybody could hear this, they would say, well, I, I want to I, I have a successful relationship. I want to go into a successful marriage. Yeah. But you got you to gotta start with the basics. Yeah. Like what are, exactly what you're teaching. What are you pursuing? How is your health? How is you know, your wholeness? Um, so it's awesome. I, I think it's absolutely. And can I add to that on. really quickly? Yeah, sure. go for I, it. I, I just think also it's not even just like the now, it's also dealing with the past. It's dealing yeah. with the baggage, the trauma, childhood stuff, counseling, like there's this like, it's like this so funny. There's like this joke on TikTok right now that like the sexiest thing that a woman likes in a man is to see that he's gotten a therapist. Oh. And I'm like, <laughs> it's kind of true because there's been so many guys that like I've been interested in, but it has been blatantly obvious that they have not dealt with their past mm -hmm. and they're, they, they're not willing to talk about it. And so I've recommended like, Hey, I just don't think it'd be wise for us to date until you go see a therapist. Yeah. And so many men, cause there's such a stigma around a therapist and going to see a counselor. Um, so many men are just like, no, like I don't need that. And like, they're just so scared to open up. Yeah. And so I really think it is so important to deal with, you know, why did that last relationship end your childhood wounds, like anything that just keeps like un undealt with sin, stuff like that, because you know, that again is going to manifest in some shape or form in the relationship if you're not dealing with that. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, what you can expose behind closed doors, you know, you can't, if you can't bring that out into the light, I mean, like you said, it's just going to carry into your next relationship. And we see that a lot, especially mm. with blended families, people who do not deal with the trauma and the pain of, you know, their previous, you know, marriage or divorce or whatever it be, mm. or previous relationship, they bring that mm. into the new marriage. And it really just, um, it can cause a lot of chaos. It can cause resentment and just, well, yeah, it's not healthy. It's not, it's not healthy. It's just not healthy. Yeah. Yeah. No. So. Well, Janine, what advice or encouragement, you know, for all the singles that are listening right now, like if you could give like one punch of nugget to them and just be like, guys, this is it. Like what, what would you want to say? What do you want to encourage them with today? <laughs> I would just say, enjoy it. Enjoy the process. Like, mm when are you going to get this season back? You have the rest of your life to be married, God willing, hopefully. Yes. And enjoy it. Enjoy getting to do what you want to do. Enjoy getting to go hang out with your girlfriends whenever you want. You book a flight, you get to spend your money how you want. Like, enjoy that. Now, of course, hopefully you're doing, you know, things smart, but like, I just feel like it, it's such a, it's such a fun season still. Like, don't just rush the process that you start dating out of loneliness because you're just so eager to get into a relationship. 
I think there's something so beautiful and special about this time. Mm-hmm. And that's something that I have to constantly remind myself because I just turned 27 and I'm like, where is he? Where is he? But I also feel like this is such a cool season that I get to live with my roommate, Maddie. We're both single. We both just love like getting to book trips together and enjoy life together. And I think, you know, something you to remind yourself is that the grass is not always greener on the other side. Like where you are can be green, but also where that is can be green. But to enjoy this nice green grass right now, too, because there's troubles here, but there's also going to be troubles there. Just because you're in a relationship does not mean that life is all of a sudden perfect. That's a whole nother thing you got to deal with. That's arguments, dealing with you know in-laws or other things that relationships entail. And so remembering that just because you're in a relationship doesn't mean that all of a sudden now you're complete. You're complete exactly the way you are just because you have Christ in your life. The the Lord made you complete right now because you're complete in Him. And so just being remembering that like, this is a beautiful season. Enjoy it. Make the best of this season. Make the best of it. Have fun. Like go on a trip. Like do something fun. Like it's a it's a great time. And like, why not live it up while you can as long as it's God honoring. God honoring. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, Janine, well, we um, put out a poll and asked if any viewers wanted to ask you a question. So I just wanted to pull one from one of the questions that came in, and it said, um, how to cope with letting go of certain friendships, lukewarm Christians? Mm. Uh, I can definitely say I've, I've been there. And I, I don't know, it's hard because as a Christian, you obviously want to show those people unconditional love. You want to show them Christ. You want to be an example. But I think at some point, those people cannot be your absolute go-to people. Um, I think you want people that are calling you higher, that are making you better, that are pointing you towards Christ and everything. Like, So with, with non-believers necessarily in my life, they're still going to be my friends. They're still going to be people I love, I hang out with, I spend time with, I check up on them. But when I, when it goes to asking for advice, asking for accountability, asking for godly wisdom, those are not the people you're going to go to. And so I think it, it's hard. It's okay to grieve. It's okay to feel sad about it. But just remember that that is a natural part of life. It's a progression is losing people. Now it's not necessarily like you have to just cut them out or you're like, oh, you're toxic. Like, that's just the progression of life is to start kind of shedding some friends here and there. It doesn't mean that you hate them. It doesn't mean that they're bad people. It doesn't mean that you have to just shun them because they're not believers. You can still show them love and and be uh, an example to them. But I wouldn't count on that person to be your go-to sister in Christ for seeking advice. And like I said earlier, um, and so I don't know, I think it's okay to kind of distance yourself from them a little bit. You don't have to do it in a hard way. You don't have to be mean about it, but it's just, it's a natural part of life. And so once you can just kind of, you know, rest in that a little bit of like, okay, this is just a natural thing. Like I have plenty of friends in my life that I look back at and I'm like, I have no animosity towards you, but you're also not the person at the end of the day, when I think about, I need advice, I'm not going to pick up my phone and call you. But there's nothing against you, you know? So I think just, you know, it's going to take time. But with time, you'll start realizing that like, okay, if this person isn't really necessarily serving my soul and and feeding that, then it's probably not the best for me. Mm -hmm. But hopefully you can still be an example to that person of Christ. Yeah, that's that's really good. Yeah, I I think just to add to that, I think as you get older, your friend circle gets a little smaller Mm -hmm. uh, because, you know, you do your tribe that you choose to be with. 
Um, especially if you're following God's path, you want people to pour into you. Yeah. Um, so I, I know that's not an easy part of the young life transition. Well, and it's a part of the pruning process like you were talking about yeah. earlier, Janine. You know, there. yes, like I have friends that I remember from college, but at over time, you know, as you get into relationships and into marriage, you're like, you know what, those mm. that relationship is, is not healthy for me in this season or where I am at in life, you know? And it's yeah. just, like you said, it's a process where God will shed and prune, yeah. but he will also replace that with fruitful friends and relationships as well. So. Yeah. And, and I think it's also not to say that that person can't still be a good friend down the road. Right. It might just be for the season you have to step back. Absolutely. But it's not to say that God can't come in full circle restore down the road. Absolutely. 100% yeah. agree. Well, Janine, we're wrapping up. So um, last question, we ask this to everyone who's on the podcast, but what is a blended kingdom family to you? Oh, I love that. I mean, I think Matthew 6, 33, I think that's just seeking first his kingdom and his righteousness together, whether that's with your friends, with your family, with whoever you decide to marry or date. Um, that's just seeking his kingdom, seeking what he desires, asking the Lord, what is it that you desire? And trying to be obedient to that and pushing each other towards that and reminding each other of that, of to seek his kingdom and his righteousness first in everything that we do. And it's so hard to do that. And it's hard to wait for him sometimes and be like, Lord, what does that mean in this certain situation? But just slowing yourself down to be like, all right, Lord, I'm going to wait till I hear that. I'm going to wait till I feel your peace. Mm. Um, and so, yeah, I just think, you know, you guys have that in there, blended kingdom, but seeking his kingdom. And so mm. doing that with people that seek his kingdom as well together with you. Love that. That's yeah. awesome. Well, Jenny, we just thank you so much for yeah. being a part of the podcast and the show today. I mean, I I know that there are so many singles who listen and follow who are just going to be immensely blessed by everything that you've had to share with us today. But can you first share with our audience where they can find you on your different platforms and everything? Yeah. So for pretty much all my platforms, it's just Janine Amapola, which is J-E-A-N-I-N-E-A-M-A-P-O-L-A. Um, so pretty much everything is that if you search that, then my, you know, Twitter, which I don't really use TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube and vlog channel, they will all pop up. So you can just find me there. Awesome. 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 We'll love that. Well, again, Janine, thank you so much for being here with us today. And thank you so much, you guys, for joining us on the podcast. If you have not already left, or, uh, left us a review on iTunes, we would absolutely love for you to do that so that we can hear your feedback and just let that be an encouragement to other um, people who are watching and following. Mm -hmm. You guys have a wonderful, wonderful day and be blessed. Be blessed in all you do today. Love you. Hey guys, so glad you were here with us today. Hope you enjoyed today's episode. And you can find more resources from Blended Kingdom Families at blendedkingdomfamilies.com. We pray that this podcast blessed you today. Be blessed in all that you do.